0: With the seasons changing and some fun getaways on my calendar, I want to spruce up my warm weather wardrobe. That's why I'm happy I found Quince. Quince offers clothing and accessories for women and also men, even kids and babies. Plus, Quince has housewares like organic duvet covers and shams and so much more. Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. That's because Quince partners directly with top factories. They cut out the middleman and pass the savings on to customers like me and you. Quince works only with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing processes, along with premium fabrics and finishes. What's not to love about that? So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash gray for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's com slash gray to get free shipping and 365-day returns. quince.com slash gray. For me, getting back out there means sprucing up my date night wardrobe But I don't necessarily want to have a lot of extra stuff to hang on to. That's why I was happy to find out about Armoire. It's a clothing rental service, and it really takes away the stress about what to wear. For a monthly fee, members get access to high-quality designer clothing for any occasion. Just take a five-minute style quiz to get suggestions, and then pick what you want. The clothes arrive in as little as two days. One of the items I chose is a green v-neck wrap dress. That works for both business and pleasure. And here's one thing I really love. Armoire is women-founded and women-led. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit gray. That is armoire.style, armoir gray to get up to 50% off your first month. And never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. I absolutely do believe that a person's financial standing matters more as we get older. It's, you know, perhaps unfortunate to to say and think, but the fact of the matter is that finances play a huge role in relationships That's Lynette Calfani-Cox. She's a personal financial expert I met during the third season of the podcast. She told me about a three-step strategy for talking about money. Disclose, discuss, decide. Now, Lynette's answer was in response to someone trying to figure out if they should go the distance with a new romantic partner. But her advice is valuable for established couples too, especially if money is a topic they've been ignoring. And
1: there was... A loud knock at the door. I went to go answer it and there was no one there, but there was a summons that had been taped to the front door.
0: That's a woman we call Ginny from season two of the podcast. Ginny was married to her college sweetheart. They basically split the bills, but because he made more money than she did, he was responsible for the mortgage, but he started missing payments after being laid off. They weren't talking about money at the time, so Ginny had no idea what was going on when that knock on the door came.
1: My first thought was, oh, they must have the wrong house. This isn't for, for us. But then when I pulled it off and looked at it, it was a summons for court related to our home, which had been apparently sold at auction.
0: Wait a minute. To sell a home at auction, that means the mortgage has not been paid for how long? So it had been six months. Had you seen any notices in the mail?
1: No, no, I hadn't. And you know, I, I worked pretty long hours and my husband worked for himself and I had switched to online. So he was home. So as this ruse unraveled, you know, I came to find out that, no, there had been a number of notices that had come, but he had intercepted them.
0: So you had no idea he was not paying the mortgage?
1: None. I mean, I'm a smart, educated woman with several graduate degrees and somehow, yes, I missed this big thing.
0: If they had been communicating about money more openly, Ginny might have reminded her husband they had investments they could borrow against. Or at least they could have come up with a plan together. But the way it went down led to more distrust in their relationship.
1: That's immediately what I thought. Like, are you, know, are you gambling? Are you having an affair? Or, you know, do you have another family? I mean, you hear all these stories about these secrets that happen in marriage since we had a joint account i was able to go back through and look at things he hadn't been paid but it also appeared that he was not consistently being paid for quite some time and that this should have been a conversation that we we should have had a long time ago
0: oh boy
1: you know at this point it, it had been a decade <laughs> of this stress yeah and just instability financial instability i remember going for a walk and calling a girlfriend, calling my mom too, actually, and just telling them like what I had just discovered because it, it sounded so weird to even say it and enunciate it because it just seemed so implausible. Eventually those conversations ended up turning to trust and is it possible to regain trust? And I, the ultimate answer I had was no. So no, it was shortly thereafter that I decided to start making a plan for
0: separation. Was this a joint mortgage you had on the home?
1: It was, so now my credit has been ruined. I'm now renting. Even to be able to do that, um, my mom ended up co-signing for me, which was just embarrassing at 50
0: years old. When she and her husband split, Ginny started working with a financial advisor on her money issues and seeing a counselor about her trust issues. When we first talked for dating while Gray, she was very clear about her hesitancy to get into another romantic relationship. I caught up with Ginny recently.
2: I have great updates for you, Laura. So I think I told you when we were meeting before that I had prioritized my own mental health um, and then also physical health. And I filed for divorce in August of last year. Uh, And my therapist kind of pushed me. She was like, you know, things have changed. You should just just dip your toes in. You don't have to follow up or anything. And I'm actually seeing someone that I met within two or three days of putting on a profile. Yeah. So we've been together almost nine months. He was one of the first people I went out with.
0: Okay. So your therapist said, go ahead and try it.
2: Try it. Mm -hmm.
0: You had to have some sort of discernment process for which website you were going to use based on what happened or no?
2: Oh, yes. I made sure I did one of the ones where you have to pay.
0: (laughs) And so how did you bring up the topic of money?
2: Uh yes. So, I mean I guess that's the thing about online dating, right? Is that you already have kind of this introduction and we had a conversation about compatibility on like a number of levels. So like religion and faith, politics, family, sexuality and then money was a big a big piece for me as well. So I did I was pretty upfront. I'd say probably within I think even our conversations before we met in person, I explained why I didn't go into all the details, but just had said that, you know, financial reasons and specifically sort of lies of omission and things around that were what led to the breakup of my marriage. And I needed somebody that was honest and forthright, but also was financially responsible and believed in partnership about all of those things, you know, politics, money, religion, all of that. Like we didn't have to think exactly the same, but needed to at least have similar values. Mm-hmm. Um, And so what's funny is we sort of joke now that one of, <laughs> one of my love languages is his credit scores. He, <laughs> he often will pull up his credit score and show me like, you know, Oh, look, you know, things are still really good. So just, I know this is one of your love languages. He was married for 30 years mm. um, and has been divorced five. We also sort of bonded over that, you know, that we each had met our exes when we were young and, you know, had different plans for how life would go. I think we both each thought we'd, you know, be married to this person for the rest of our lives. And that's not in, you know, what ended up happening for either of us. I've continued to check in with my therapist just to be like, okay, so am I repeating patterns? Am I whatever? And I think one of the differences so far with this relationship is that we actually talk about things. So We've had honest conversations about that. We've had honest conversations with me saying, look, I don't even know that I ever want to get married again. Like, I don't know that I want to combine my finances. I don't know that I'm going to trust. I mean, I hope one day I will. I'm definitely not anywhere
0: close to that right now. Yeah. And it sounds like there were no yellow flags as far as finances go. Like He hasn't been no pressuring you.
2: Green all the way on yeah. that one.
0: <laughs>
1: Dating While Gray is produced in partnership with North Carolina Public Radio. Find episodes and learn more about the show at datingwhilegray.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator